welcome to a new podcast where we're breaking through and breaking it down with a new girl, your host, Dawn Piercy. Okay, I got it. Yay. So thank you very much for being a guest on a new podcast. And um, for our listeners, I I just want to say welcome to a new podcast Uh, tonight. I'm bringing you a guest that is from my hometown, Indianapolis, where I live. And I actually found him through a mutual friend. And he is a rapper and a singer and a pastor, a family man. And he has a hit song out called Right In Your Face. And and can can you tell us about your journey i know that you have been through a lot and come a long way and have a really positive uh very very positive word uh to spread tell us about you dale dale j evans um well um man i say so much it's so much about that man i don't even know where to start but I will I will say this that um, um, I'm from the streets. I grew up in uh, pretty much here in Indianapolis, Indiana. Spent a lot of time down south too. But um, Indianapolis is my my primary home, and um, I grew up in a neighborhood called Brightwood. And for for years, I just ran the streets, and and you know we did what you know what people before us told us was cool to do, or you know things that we that we should get into and, and you know eventually we ended up getting into the uh drug game and, and selling drugs and using drugs the whole nine and um but you know uh, even going through all of that i ended up losing a whole lot of family i lost my uh my father when he was uh when i was 18 he was shot and killed um and you know that was pretty much the backbone of our family so it just it was just a it was a rough situation uh, I knew pretty much, man. When w- without him being there, which is, you know, he was the, the, uh, you know, the, the, the backbone of our family. Without him being there, man, it was just Aubrey go downhill. And a year later, uh, my uh, sister ended up getting killed. Um, she stabbed fourteen times in her bedroom. They locked my brother up for doing it. Uh, he went and did ten years in uh, Department of Corrections. Uh, he really he didn't do it. Um, I think he felt like it was his fault, so you know he took responsibility for it. But mm-hmm. he wasn't the one who he, who did the crime or any of that. You know he loved my sister. My sister loved him. Matter of fact, that was one of the last conversations we all had together. And she was holding the same knife she was killed with when we had it. Um, and one of the things she said is, uh, "Have you ever noticed how we don't hurt each other?" And um, and you know it, it, you know that that spoke volumes to me. You know I, I believe that was God's way of, of letting me know that um, that it wasn't. It was more to it than what what was right. said. Um, and so you know um, he said he did it, but even when the detectives questioned me for being down, uh, being there so long, they um, they said that what I told them made more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Um, and they still subpoenaed him. You know, they subpoenaed everybody to come to court that day except for me. And I was there the longest that day. Uh, I was with them longer than anybody else was that whole day. And 
they wouldn't allow me to testify in court because they said pretty much I would mess up their case. So, you know, basically they let him go to prison with, without, you know, without a care that really that mm-hmm. he was innocent. And um, after that, uh, my mother, she died from congestive heart failure. So, you know, man, it was I was just pretty, pretty much um, I, I was just confused and screwed up in the head a whole lot. And uh, I just became hateful and bitter. And, and I just I didn't believe in God because, you know, nobody could tell me God would let something like this happen right. to us. Uh, to people, you know, who uh, who I felt, in my in my opinion, didn't deserve it, right. and um, <clears throat> and uh, I ended up uh, going to jail a whole bunch after that, man. I I just wowed out. I just started doing a bunch of crazy stuff, and uh, I can remember this one particular time I ended up in uh, in in jail. Uh, I picked up this book, and this guy shared his testimony, and it just really. Um, his name was Pastor Bumpus. He's one of my spiritual fathers mm-hmm. uh, right now as well. And uh, I read his book and he shared his testimony about how, you know, the things he did and, and how God was using me. And um, and I wanted a connection with God. One of the things that kept me from, you know, from a connection with God is every time I would ask somebody, man, why do God let things like this happen? One of the things people will always tell me is so he could get to you. And I just, you know, I didn't see how my life was more significant than the next person's life. And it just and and then it made, that made me, you know, distant from God even more. And it wasn't until I read his book and I understood that it was a such thing as sin in the world and that we just live in a fallen world and nobody's exempt from the, re, the, um, the effects of it. Right. And that, that's what did it. It made sense to me after that. It, it began to click. And, um, and, you know, not only that, but, you know, that's why God calls people out and, and uses Absolutely. them in different, different communities and things like that in different social, uh, social arenas and, 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 you know, to, uh, to be that light and to, uh, and to inspire, you know, help to others, you know, so, um, that, you know, that, that's where it did it for me. And, and mm-hmm. after that, man, I, I just, I got out of prison and I, I wanted to live right. And, um, you know, it took me a minute to catch on, but I didn't have to go back to prison in order to, uh, to um, you know, to to really sell out to God. Right. Some more to say. Yeah. Well, you have such a powerful and inspiring message that I know it's a godsend to others to hear your word because, and and, and to be able to also to be a pastor and and to share the word of God in the community and. You know, it's it's proof that no matter what you go through, no matter your trials and tribulations, no matter what, that God does use you um, to be able to inspire, to motivate and bring others to him and, and to spread that. And and I heard that in your music. And um, when I first listened to it and I watched your video and I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. And I watched another one. And that was before... I had even, I think, interviewed <laughs> Tiffany and even worked for her. So I was like, yeah, wow. he's good. I was like, I, and Nick was like, you need to have him on your podcast. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I do. How do I get in touch? He's like, send him a friend request. Tell him you know me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so that, I love that, that was That's that. Awesome. And <laughs> Now, um, who, growing up, 
Okay, because you have such, you know, you're a rapper and a singer. And, it, and it's nice to be able to see somebody do both. And um, who was your inspiration growing up, music-wise, mm. that gave you the imp to keep doing what you're doing now and to be so successful at it like you are? Um, I would have to say, man, probably my mother. Um, she had such a beautiful voice, man, and uh, she would sing to me all the time when I was little. I remember, and it just... She had just a, a beautiful voice, man, and she had one of those voices that when she sung, that it would it would literally bring tears to her eyes, you know. Mm -hmm. Like it would do something to her, you know. And uh, and I used to, and not only me, but like my sister, I still got a sister named Cynthia and a sister named Ida that's still alive, and my brother James, he's out of prison, he's living for the Lord and and married, you know, yeah. and he's doing well now. But um, me and my youngest sister Cynthia, we was talking. And uh, she used to tell me how she used to, you know, walk up to the door when my mother would be singing and would hear her. And she would, you know, I always ask her, like, you know, why, why don't why don't you sing more? You know, and right. uh, and, you know, but just that gift she had, man, always inspired me. And, you know, I didn't get to hear her a lot. We would have to do stuff like that to hear her sneak up on her while she was singing. <laughs> And but you know it always inspired me. It it just you know I didn't want to have my gift. I didn't want to you know whatever whatever her reasons was you know uh, for not for not you know allowing even uh, you know singing for God or whatever. She just right. didn't sing. You know uh, uh, it inspired me. But you know we also had you know good music that that uh, inspired us too. People like Marvin Gaye. Man, I used to I, I used to love all this stuff. My father, he was a Sam Cooke fan, and mm -hmm. and not only that, but he listened to a lot of country music, and and you know, so uh, I got it from all angles, man. It yeah. was it was you know, and everybody was always you know around music, and music was just a big part of our lives. So uh, it just that had a major impact on me. I understood music uh, real well when I was young, so. Um, it's a lot of people who sow seeds into me as far as, you know, the music go. Right, right. Uh, I, I can remember being um, 16 going into Refresh Studio, which is in Dayton, Ohio, and uh, a guy named Gary King, who was a, a, a engineer for different groups like Midnight Star, Atlantic Star, and I would, I would just listen to their ear and how they did music. And it just, you know, that inspired me. I wanted my music to be just as clear and, and you know, crisp right. as, as theirs was. And so, you know, it became, I knew it was just more than to, to it than just, you know, picking up a mic it's and an singing. Art. You know? Yeah. 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 It's it was art. more to it. It is. Absolutely. I think that's where I fell in love with was the art of it, you know, mm -hmm. the building process of it. Yeah. Yeah, it is a process. Um, it, it took me quite a few months thinking about you know before I did my podcast and when I started learning about it I had to learn how to run a studio and wow. I had to learn how to mix <laughs> because I needed an opening and I was like well who's gonna do my opening so I did my own opening I did my own mix I learned how to do it and right. um it's a lot of layers and then you know you've got to cut and edit and do all that good stuff and uh and then is it but i mean when it came down to it it actually sounded pretty gosh darn good and i, I did a couple of more mixes right. too for my countdown i was like oh 
you know, four day countdown. <laughs> it's, good when, it's good when you know what you want. You know what right, I'm saying? Like, right. you know what you want to hear. You like, man, I, that's not what I'm listening for. Well, I'm listening for something different. I grew up I playing. Want... I grew up playing the keyboards, and okay. I, I tried the guitar. And my mom took my guitar and she threw it in the trash, Dale. She threw it in the trash and told me I sucked. Yes, she did. She That's all of night you kept her up. <laughs> so I started writing instead. Okay. And, and she you know, me, art. She but, said, I ain't gonna let you waste another minute of, of your or my time with this. She said I hurt her ears. So um but she did wow. keep me in, in jazz dance and tap and Right. Uh, gymnastics and martial arts and they had me going to everything but on the side I wrote poetry and my mom used to get so upset she would take my poetry and she would give it to doctors and say look at look at all this stuff she's writing she don't need to be writing so it made me want to write more because uh, <laughs> I needed a way to express my anger <laughs> it was like if I didn't do it productively within my poetry I would hate to see where I would be today because that was my outlet. And even though it was like <laughs> twisted, the most twisted poetry, it was pure expression <laughs> and art to me. And I was like, how could you throw that away? You know? Oh, Lord. So, yeah, but I, I did end up writing one song for a, you know, the Emerson, the, the theater. Uh, yeah, there yeah, was yeah. A, a local band back in the early 90s called Duct Tape. And I, I wrote a song for them, and it was uh, more kind of like the, the death metal type rap song. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I did that. But no, now I have uh, a collaboration of over 30 years worth of writing that I'm working on. Um, it's at the editors, uh, putting it into a book. So I was like, oh, I might as well do something with it. Amen. So, <laughs> right. That's good stuff, man. Hey. Uh, like I tell people all the time, music got me through a lot of stuff, right. man. Like you know, even just to, to, like I said, to be a part of the process, it was something to do. And and you know, I'm I'm glad I spent a lot of my time doing it because ain't no telling what else I would have been involved right. with if if didn't have that, you know. Amen. So. Yeah, and I'm gonna play one of your songs too. Now you can you tell us, um, tell us what albums you have coming out, what you've worked on, your latest album, if you've got something coming up. Um, can you tell our listeners where they yeah. can go to follow and keep up with your latest work too? Right. Um, really right now, man, I'm, I've just, I've been social networking it a little bit. I, I'm really not hitting it as hard as I, I, I want to mm -hmm. or that I'm supposed to. Um, that's coming. But, you know, just for a season, I just took a, a step back because, uh, you know, I had, you know, musically I've been, right. uh, I just came out of a contract with uh, Ty Scott Loud and, you know, great people, man. Uh, Ty Scott, period, man. Just great mm -hmm. people. I know them. Uh, all of them, man, are, are just, you know, they, they super good people. And um, when I got released from that, uh, from that contract, uh, I ended up going into a distribution deal with, uh, uh, Digi Gopath, which is um, 
uh, part of uh, Warner Music Group, okay. Uh, okay. Is, which is Warner Music Group distribution. And so I had uh, ended up going through through that situation with them as well. And all of this is pretty much new to me. Um, it's, it's always been easy being just an independent artist. Right. But, you know, when you got to do things according to industry standard, it mm-hmm. kind of can it kind of make you take a reserve. And you step back a little bit because, you know, you want to get the whole circumference of things. Right. Um, right. And, you know, and believe me, um, people, uh, man, are not out here just throwing out the information and giving it to you. Like, um, I really literally had to dig to find out, you know, more about the business and how it works and mm-hmm. and what to do and what not to do and, and how to do it and, and, you know, the right seasons to do things in. Right. And, and just, it, you know, I've, I've just been under that learning process, so I really hadn't been putting out a lot of music. Now, I put out two singles uh, through um, Kingdom Way Central Music mm-hmm. Group, which is my label, and I did it the distribution through Warner Music Group. Um, but I'm about to drop probably about two or three mixtapes as well. One I'm, I plan on dropping close to probably next week, and nice. it's and and it'll be free download. And you know I'm gonna have a couple of videos with some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one album that I'm working on, I plan on dropping that soon too. Is Soul Therapy, and it's gonna be a pretty good, uh, pretty good album. I got a lot of good singers on there, man. A lot of good good people I collab with, and and. Um, uh, and I'm I'm gonna end up dropping that soon too as well. So um, I'm just trying to finish up this chapter. Uh, most people can you know get with me on Facebook if you if you can. It's uh, Dale's Living Proof, um, and and that's at Facebook. You know uh, Facebook.com/slash Dale's Living Proof, or you can just put my name in, and both of my uh, pages will come up. Um, if you can't get on my uh, my personal page because I'm over, I think I'm at five thousand friends now. You can always go to my. Uh, I'm glad I got meet. on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a minute, then nobody won't be my friend. It was like, man, you ain't doing nothing, man. <laughs> we ain't gonna we gonna quit following you right now if you don't put nothing out. And so, I, you know, but it's just been a process. Um, um, also, uh, just uh, God called me into the pastoral. Um, or apostleship, and uh, man, I've, I've really been wanting to do more in the community and um, get out there and, and just see what the what, what kind of help the church can bring to the people. Right. You know, a lot of times people uh, feel like the church needs so much help that they don't get involved with the church because you know sometimes they need help, mm-hmm. and and we are supposed to be um, a positive and um, productive force in the community. Right. And so that's that's pretty much what my focus is. Like, you know, how can the church get out here and help the community? How can we be a blessing to, to, to people? You know, sometimes it's not necessarily monetary need that people need. Sometimes they just need, uh, you know, to talk to folks and, and, you know, just be able to relate to somebody. And so it's, it's, that's kind of like put a hold on some of the music stuff for Mm -hmm. me too. But, um, I got I got a couple of compilations coming out. I'm gonna go ahead and put out the one compilation, which is uh, um, mixtape, which is um, um, Lord Have Mercy exclusive. That's what it's called, exclusive. And then um, I got Wallace that's coming off the same label. Um, he's a label mate with me. Uh, he's coming out with uh, a mixtape too as well, okay. and a video for that. So we're we're gonna be doing a whole lot more. Um, promotion on, on some of that stuff so people will be able to uh, go and get that stuff but uh, I already have music out on YouTube I mean on uh, yeah YouTube, YouTube yeah. iTunes 
uh, you can find any of that stuff. If you go to my page, I always got links up uh, to where you can go to and get the music. So. All right, nice. I'm going to play right in your face for our <laughs> listeners. Amen. Dale J. Evans. I'm a worship like a madman. Right in your face. And I'm a dance like David did. Right in your face. Prepare a table before my enemies. Right in your face. You can't get mad, but I'm a celebrate. Right in your yes, face. Look, I'm a worship like a madman. Right in your face. And I'm a dance like David did. Right in your face. Never limbs ain't changed, man, they still accusing When I laugh in they face, cause I know that they losing Yeah, they upset and mad, but they know I ain't the one You would think I'm gangbanging the way I'm covered in the blood Bowden coaches, yeah, I cost too much My roots run deep, they can't be dug up Hating me would be your worst mistake Cause I'ma demonstrate the kingdom power right in your face I'ma worship like a madman by Dale J. Evans, straight out of Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes, yes. And you can you can per, you can uh, 
hear that song on iTunes. You can also uh, see it on YouTube. And uh, that's Dale J. Evans. And yep. he is on. You can go to Tidal and listen to it too. Yep. So, well, you need to be worldwide. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, everybody, I'm needs, everybody needs to hear your music. <laughs> I'm working it's on good. this. Sis. I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, well, it has been so awesome having you as a guest on a new podcast. And um, you'll definitely have to come back on sometime in the future. Yeah, love that. Amen. Absolutely. We love Absolutely. Yeah. And um, so now you uh, you said that you had a couple of singles dropping soon. And where where can uh, everybody go to to get those? Uh, I know for a fact that I'm putting um, the exclusive uh, mixtape on uh, datpiff.com so you'll be able to do that and i know it's a couple other outlets uh, i'm not too familiar with them i, I really haven't done uh-huh. many mixtapes uh in the past but i'm something i'm about to start getting into doing more of them because i got so much music and um then me and mr testimony which is another label mate of mine mm-hmm. uh we got a we got a uh a, a mixtape coming out here real soon too so it's going to be nice. a compilation between me and him and that's going to be real nice uh, as well. So uh, I would say just keep looking out. I got a um, a song called, um, and this is going to be one of my major releases. Uh, it's called It's Official. Okay. And that's coming out soon. I'm, I'm actually uh, in the process of working mm-hmm. on a video for that uh, and getting it out there. So I'll share all your stuff, too. So that way <laughs> everybody knows that you'll be coming up as a guest, too. And then... Um, you know, of course, share your feature and everything like that. Now, you'll be when when we when we stream, um, we're gonna be on a new TV, and that's on the a new podcast platform. So, okay, yeah, Amen. yep, yes, it is. And this has <laughs> been a new podcast. 